Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Fine Wine. This is Sarah. Hey, and this is Heaven. And we are bringing you highly sensitive parenting today. I am personally a highly sensitive parent, a mom. Um, I'm a highly sensitive person. I have highly sensitive kids. <laughs> I'm married to a highly sensitive husband. I We're all highly sensitive. So we're just going to get into it. Let's go. 17 Real Signs of a Highly Sensitive Mom from moms.com. So... 17, anxiety sometimes takes over. And by sometimes, all the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. Mm -hmm. I have such bad anxiety. Yeah. Um, It never stops. And I think I need Lexapro or something. I have Zoloft at home if you want some. Yeah, honestly, maybe I'll take a couple and see how it goes. 16, everything makes you cry. Wow, I feel like I... I feel like I'm, like, being targeted right now. Some days I literally just want to cry about anything and everything. Like, one thing goes wrong and I just want to cry. 15, you overthink everything. Yep, sounds about right. Yeah, I feel like these, we don't even have to, like, go into <laughs> detail. Because you guys are going to understand. Like, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, 14, you wake up at the drop of a pin. I am a light sleeper, and my husband is not. I will wake up to anything. Although, I will say there was one night, and this is crazy. So, we have a security system at home um, through Vivint, and... Oh, I do you? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Let me tell you about my positive experience with them. It was so great. Uh-huh. Um, one of our smoke detectors went off and said that there was a fire. And we did not hear the alarm, but my dog – so, like, we have to close the door. Like, the dog has to stay in the room in the nighttime or she'll go piss somewhere in the house. My dog was whimpering at the door, and I woke up. And I'm like, will you just shut up? And I just so happen to look at my phone and there's notifications from Vivint. And there's it says there's a fire in your living room. <laughs> and I'm freaking out. And so I wake up my husband. I'm like, hey, there is a fire in the house. <laughs> and so we get up. We go investigate. And we open the fire. We go investigate. <laughs> well, because we got to know if like where the fire is and maybe if we can put it out if it's small enough. He opens the front door, bitch. The fire department is at my house at four in the morning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they literally came, it was like a matter of five minutes, is how quick the fire department got there because yeah. our alarm went off. And so, like, we thought that was amazing. And, like, anytime one of the detectors goes off, they're calling, they're talking to us through the system. Like, yeah. they're phenomenal. And I do live right next to the fire department. <laughs> But so they probably saw that there was yeah, no fire. The, yeah, the turnover is very, very quick for me at least. Um, see, that wasn't my issue with them. My issue with them was there was like some customer service issues, like mm. something about like the panel was not reading or something, mm. and I had been contacting them for months and nothing. N- there was they were no help. Yeah, or they were like, oh. Reset. They refuse to send somebody out. To oh, the... I ha- I did have an issue like that because the it the yeah. panel says that there's all these detectors that are not working or that mm-hmm. are dead and like I tried to call them and they're like, well, just go reset it. And I'm like, can you just send somebody out? They're like, yeah. it's a hundred dollars for us to send somebody out. I'm like, I'm not paying that shit if the alarm works. Then yeah, I, I pay you every else. month, literally. Yeah. So yeah, that was my issue with them. They suck, but um, but the fact the cops we have had um. 
an issue with the alarm going off and just me not putting the pin code in before mm-hmm. I opened the door. And it went off and I didn't shut it off in enough time and the cops were there like very quickly. Yeah. For a sensitive person, the fear of your little one getting hurt emotionally or physically is an incredibly present fear. Mm. Yes and no. What do you think? Mm. So I had a really scary experience. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this, but I Alessia almost got snatched up in a target um brought her back yeah they would have brought her back (laughs) immediately but um that kind of like changed my perspective on um everything because i would have told you before that that i never would have put my kid in a position where they would have been in harm's way yeah um but shit happens and And that should happen quick quick. Mm -hmm. and the thing is like she was walking right next to me she just likes to walk now um which i am a huge fan of the wrist leash. We were just talking about this. Um, I just got one. I had one for Alessi for Disney, and I just got another one so that we could have both kids on the wrist leash when we go to Disney. And I don't feel bad about it. I really don't. Um, I I am so happy that they will not be snatched up. <laughs> but anyways, I um, – yeah, it was really scary, and I – I'm definitely now more aware than I was. Yeah. I feel like until it happens to you, um, you, you get comfortable. Ever yeah. since you told me that story, I literally, like, anytime I take Mila and Ezra to Target, they both go in the cart. And Mila throws a fit because she wants to walk. And I'm like, no, you're getting in this cart. Like, yeah. I, I need to be able to keep my eye on you. I don't need to take a chance of you running away or yeah. getting into something you're not supposed to and then you're gone. Like, I Sorry, I have to keep you safe. So yeah. you're going in the cart. My kids are bad. <laughs> and my son likes to lean back in the dining room chair. We have told him a hundred times, don't lean back in the dining room chair. So when he falls, because he leans back in the dining room chair, I do not feel bad for him. Because I have told you multiple times, and you've done this multiple times, you know that if you lean the chair back, it might slip and you're going to fall. The fear of making bad decisions is real. I feel like I'm always trying to do what's best for my kids, and as any mom is probably trying to do. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that – I think that I'm, like, very in touch with the fact that, like, shit does happen yeah. and that, like – you know, I know I'm a good mom and I know that I make the best decisions for my kids. Um, I think as far as like disciplining goes, I, I feel like that. I don't want to make the wrong decision and give them anything to heal from. Um, but as far as like making decisions in day-to-day life, I feel like I have a pretty good head on my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with the discipline. Like, I struggle between finding the right form of discipline for them and, like, some days I just lose my shit and I pop off and I don't mean to, but I'm fucking tired and, like, I know they don't get it. I I know that they don't understand. Yeah. But I always apologize. Like, sorry, mommy yelled. I'm just tired. Yeah. And I'll I'll tell them, I tell them all the time, I'm like, mommy's tired. They're like, mommy, you tired? I'm like, yeah, do you want to take a nap with me? No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, or you'll see them rubbing your their eyes, and you're like, "Are you sleepy?" And they're no. like, "No." 
<laughs> Number 11, you constantly check in with the pediatrician. Mm. No. Mm-mm. No. I pay out of pocket for that shit. I really do. I pay out of pocket for that shit. N- no insurance, like, is paid. Um, what? Why? Because insurance is a scam. Well, I could get into it. I could oh, girl, get into it. my kids have Medicaid, it. so I don't give a fuck about any oh. of that shit. I don't pay for a damn thing for Good them. Good for you. <laughs> Some of us don't qualify for that. <laughs> yeah, I pay out of pocket for everything. I don't pay um, the insurance rates. I pay the out of pocket rates. And they still constantly try to bill me the insurance rates, even though I paid the out-of-pocket mm-hmm. rates. So um, we don't really go to the pediatrician that often anymore. Um, we do their, like, yearly visits. Right. I don't – we don't really – Yeah, I don't check in unless with the there's pediatrician unless something there's something wrong. wrong. Yeah. 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 Like, there was one time Mila – actually, this happened a couple times, like, and I thought it was hand, foot, mouth, but it wasn't. Like, she would get these weird rashes on the bottom of her feet. Yeah. So – through my chart, like, I can send pictures to the pediatrician and, like, they'll get back to me. Like, the nurse will get back to me or somebody. And so, like, I send these pictures, like, what the fuck is this? And they would tell me to come in or whatever. But I'm not – I know that there's some moms that are, like, constantly calling the nurse's hotline and, like, yeah. what is this? What is that? And when you're a new mom, yeah, it can be scary and it can be hard. But so I, do what you got to do. But, yeah. Nah. I always say, like, better safe than sorry. Yeah, so, like, if you, if you feel like you have a gut feeling that something's wrong – um, yeah, definitely call. But I, I personally, it sounds like you don't either. I have a doctor friend and she probably hates me. Oh yeah. I know she doesn't hate me, but I, I, she probably hates me. I will text her if something is like weird or abnormal. Like, Hey, what's yeah. this? <laughs> My best friend is, um, like two months away from graduating her nurse practitioner license. Um, she's a nurse right now. She's pretty much my doctor friend. She, <laughs> she's very, and she's a very like holistic, like, um, person. Mm-hmm. So, and I would prefer to do a natural way of like solving the problem than like drugging my kids up. Um, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's necessary, yeah. but yeah, I always talk with her and she's like, just wait it out or whatever. You have difficulty letting your baby cry it out. That is me. hundred percent. Aaron tells me all the time, let the baby cry. Let the baby cry. I literally have gotten to the point where I'm like, stop telling me that. I have told you numerous times. I cannot just let the baby cry. I can't do it. I can't physically do it. Yeah. Like, they'll they'll be crying and, like, I'll have fixed them several times. Just let them cry. I We do this every night. Stop telling me that. Yeah. I'm not going to do it, so stop telling me because there's no point. You're wasting your breath. Were yeah. You like, are, you, are you like that? Um, last night – Actually, we had Ford. He didn't want to sleep. And, uh, you know, me, I'm like, I do let them cry. I do let them cry. Um, the toddlers I do. The babies yes. I won't. Yeah. Ford, he's a toddler at this point. You yeah. know, he's he's almost two years old. So he's at that age where it's like, um, you're going to start getting disciplined and you're going to start, you know, you can't. It's like you got to transition them, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. So he's, he's at that point and... I have a really hard time because that's my baby, and that's my Mr. Man, and I love him. <laughs> and CJ, CJ's like, let him cry. Yesterday, he was screaming bloody murder, and I'm, I'm like, I cannot. Yeah. I, I lost it. I'm like, 
do you do this? Do you let your kids just scream bloody murder and you just you just watch TV? <laughs> pretend like it's not happening? I can't do that. Even sometimes, like, if Ezra doesn't want to go to bed and he's in his crib and he's crying, and I was like, just let him cry. He'll fall asleep. No, my baby is crying. He needs yeah. me. Yeah. I don't feel like he needs me. I feel like I want to go up there and, like, get him to be quiet. Yeah. You know, like, I want to yeah. give him his pacifier, give him a bottle, give him what he needs. Whatever he needs to shut him up. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, I'm not like, oh, my God, he needs his mommy. <laughs> I'm like, I need peace and quiet. Well, so I don't get to see him until, like, yeah. so, like, when he's crying. I'm like, with yeah. them most every hour of the day. He's crying and he's mommy. Yeah. Mommy. And I haven't seen him all day and I'm like, okay, I want to come see you. Yeah. Um, But with the babies, uh, what was I going to say? With the babies... I tell him all the time, I'm like, they are babies. They're crying for a reason. Yeah. Like, they obviously need something. They're yeah. crying for a reason. And I'm going to try to figure that out. Like, I can't sit here and just let them cry. And so the one night, he made me do it. Like, he made me sit there. And, and I was, like, shaking. And, like, I just can't. I can't do it. Yeah. I, I, I can't. I, I do not believe in cry it out. Let them cry it out. Yeah. No, not little babies. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like, the toddlers, like we said, I feel like that, yeah, that's yeah, a different you're, story. You're grown. What the fuck are you crying for? <laughs> you're an adult. <laughs> um, go to college. <laughs> Pay some rent. <laughs> uh, number nine, you notice every detail. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, I I definitely notice every detail. Mm-hmm. The opinions of others are sometimes hard to hear. Yes and no. I I really don't give a fuck what anybody else... I was else... just going to say, you know me. I really don't give a fuck yeah. what you have to say about my parenting. I don't give a fuck what you think I should be doing. Yeah. I don't care. I hate when, like... I'm not going to say I hate it, but I really strongly dislike when, like, the older generation of parents... So, like, my grandma or, like, my mom-in-law or, like, just the older generation of parents, like, tries to tell me to do something that mm-hmm. is not how I operate. Like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want your unsolicited advice. If I ask you for your advice. Or when advice, they say, back in the day when I did this, you yeah, were Yeah, back in the day when you did this, the freaking housing was cheaper, gas was cheaper, yeah. everything was better and great, and now life sucks. A perfect <laughs> example of that is literally... My mother-in-law has changed her point of view, or at least has come to accept that I don't do this, but I will not put a big coat on my kitten in the car seat, Um, just because it's unsafe, you Mm -hmm. know? And back in the day, they didn't know anything about that. My husband tells me all the time, back in the day, he didn't even have a car seat. He was in the backseat of the car flying around, so, like... (laughs) I mean, things are just different, and I feel like... And there's a lot more knowledge now. Like, people have learned yeah. things. Like, we know that you shouldn't put your kids in a coat in a car seat because the seat, the straps are not close enough to their chest to keep them safe. Like, there are things that we have learned since back in the day that yeah. have changed the way that we mother. And that's okay. Like, that's going to continue to happen, like, 20 years from now. But also, on the other, on the flip side of that, um, there are a lot of moms that, are like hardcore car seat gurus you know and i have my son who is almost two ford facing and 
there are people that have told me like you're wrong you're not for that. To do that, yeah. I, and, I some girl on TikTok yesterday said they keep their kids in in the car seat, rear facing until they're like six. Yeah, no. Um, my son projectile vomits, and um, I've had people comment on that before, um, specifically with my son, mm-hmm. and um, I'm like. You know, I'm sorry about it. Like, he he is legally able to face forward. Um, and people are like, legal is not the safest. And I'm like, what's safe is that my pediatrician says that, like, gave me the okay. And also, I would rather have my kid be alive and not choking on his own vomit yeah, yeah. than backwards facing. I'm fucking worse, so... Um, Ezra shit in his car seat. I don't know if I told you that like a long time ago. I gave him milk before I took him to the centers or apple juice before I took him to the centers and he shit all over the car seat. So I took the car seat out to clean Mm. it. Girl, I haven't put that thing back in the car. So (laughs) he just is in the back seat. And sometimes I'll brake check him because he won't listen and he won't stay seated. So I'll slam on my brakes and that boy will go flying. (laughs) I'm a horrible parent. I don't even care. I don't even care. Do you want me to cut this out? (laughs) I feel like CPS is going to show up to someone's house. (laughs) <laughs> okay none of my the babies are the only kids in car seats so <laughs> moral of the story is that um we don't give a fuck about anyone's opinion <laughs> i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want yeah it's really not hard my for me kids to are safe they're alive they are fine don't i don't want your unsolicited advice thank you and no one cares truthfully like, truly. I used to care. I used to be like, how could they say that? And now I'm like, I literally don't give a fuck. <laughs> you deeply feel the feelings of others. I, I... It depends on who you are. Yeah. Because if you mean a lot to me, like, if you're yeah. going through something, like, I, I like, literally feel sick to my stomach for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. It depends who you are and what we're talking about. My, um, Ezra is a big empath. Like, he feels... So, like, I play with him sometimes. Like, I'll start crying. Like, if you won't give me a kiss, I'll just start fake crying. Mm-hmm. Mommy. <laughs> mommy, stop crying. And then he'll give me a kiss. Or if, like, Aaron and I are play fighting and I'm like, ow! Ezra will we come running too. into the room. Like, are you okay? Like, Daddy, stop hurting my mommy. Like, he feels other people's feelings. We do that a he lot, He does not too. like to see people cry. You will fight for your loved ones. Yes. I thought that, that was a given. Heaven, oh, girl. Heaven you is. You know me. <laughs> yeah, she's a little wild one over here. She will go off on anybody. Anybody. Literally. Don't anyone. care whose mom you are, whose sister you are, whose aunt you are, cousin, uncle, dad. You can get the business if I feel like you deserve it. I. Sarah had to bring me down because <laughs> I like to pop off and I don't like to be disrespected. I don't like to be talked too crazy. And if I feel like you're doing any of those things or you're doing it to somebody that I care about, I'm mm -mm. Nope. Nope. Yeah. (laughs) Heaven's always in my comments. (laughs) Yeah. We learned this the hard way. Yeah. (laughs) Today she was, she literally commented on one of my Facebook things and I literally immediately texted her, don't calm start. down, don't start. <laughs> I'm like, don't start. That all, and all I commented was a throwing up face. <laughs> At someone. 
They didn't oh, even man. comment back. I was ready to. Oh, he didn't yeah, want the He didn't want those problems with me. He really didn't. Mm-hmm. Not even but you. But let like, me tell you, like I, I fight with my own family. Like my uncle and I got into it on Facebook a couple weeks ago. Or what was this? A couple days ago, actually. Like I don't care who you are. I if you are disrespectful or you're being rude or you're doing something that I don't like, I am gonna speak up about it. So yeah, those creative juices are overflowing. Mm. I don't know about creative juices, Somebody's but. Ju- <laughs> <laughs> Skip. Skip. <laughs> Someone's juices. Somebody's juices are funny. You're a people pleaser. I try. I, you try to be a people pleaser or you I try, try not, not to be to. a people pleaser? I try not to. I feel like to an extent I can be a people pleaser too. Like just because if I don't want to hear your mouth, like I'm not in the mood to fight that day, which is rare. Um, <laughs> I'm really <might>. rare. <laughs> um... I I just pick my battles, yeah, I guess, because yeah. I have no energy at the end of the day. Um, my kids literally are in a very draining phase of their life. Mm-hmm. And so I really have to choose wisely, like, what I'm going to argue about. Yeah. Um, the more I'm reading this, maybe I'm, I'm like, maybe I'm not. As sensitive as you thought you Yeah. Were. I know I am for sure. Number three, every milestone is emotional. I don't, I don't think. I don't agree. I used to have people talk about, excuse me, I used to hear people talk about um, getting rid of the next size in clothes and how they would cry. I don't cry, but it's hard. Like, I don't, I've never. You don't feel anything about, like, they used to be, like. Zero. Like, getting rid of the twins' preemie stuff? No, I love it. (laughs) It's therapeutic to, like, go through and then shop some more and put a new size in. I love it. It's hard because it just lets me know that they're getting bigger. You tend to apologize a lot. I, I think I apologize a lot. I think I literally will apologize to someone random in the store and I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in your way. But then I, I, one time I literally turned around and I was like, actually, I'm not sorry. (laughs) I find myself like, sometimes like if I, if somebody like, if I turn a corner at the same time as somebody and we like almost run into each other, I'll apologize for it. And then I'm thinking about it after and I'm like, what the fuck did I apologize for? Why did you apologize, bitch? (laughs) I do that too. I don't really like apologize to like people in my life. No. Um, I'm always right. Honestly. Um, I mean, I'm very, I, you know, when I speak to people, it's about my life and my mm-hmm. kids and I call the shots. So I will say like, I am, I do hold myself accountable. So like, if I know that if I do something wrong and I'll apologize, like I have had experiences in the past that I know I've really upset someone or hurt someone and mm-hmm. I've gone back and I've apologized for that. Um, but I also feel like how you react to my apology is going to set the tone for how I go forward. So, like, I had an instance with somebody at work, but my boss was like, just go talk to her. And so I was like, okay, maybe I was a little bit wrong. And, like, I, I it wasn't really, like, an I'm sorry. It was more I'm sorry you felt that way. And she did not react accordingly. <laughs> and that has set the tone for how I've treated her since then because – no, if yeah. you are not 
receiving of my apology, then you are not worth my time. Yeah, it's like when you go out of your way to apologize, it's like... Because I don't have to fucking apologize. I'll explain the situation off podcast, but... I didn't have to apologize to yeah. you. I did it to be nice, and you were a fucking and make bitch. peace. Yeah, yeah, like fuck you. No, I, I um, hope you're not I, listening to this. <laughs> I've had a very similar experience recently, actually, and now I'm kind of like I maybe I should have not apologized because maybe it made me feel better in the moment. But it's like you were a cunt, so yeah. even if they weren't like directly a cunt, it's like you know you're trying to be a cunt. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Are we I, we need to say to, cunt on here? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we need to stop apologizing for feelings, like, our feelings. Like, I think that that is something that I sometimes struggle with. Like, I'm sorry that I yelled at you or, like, I'm sorry that I – but, like, in the moment, if I'm feeling overwhelmed or I feel like I'm yeah targeted, like – I I'm not a I'm I don't I don't feel like I'm apologetic in that instance. I shouldn't be apologizing after. See, when I apologize, when me and my husband get into it and I apologize to him, um, or he comes to me and he's like, I'm sorry that like I made you upset and I'm like, It's okay, like I'm sorry that I'll say like I'm sorry that you know, what I said upset you, but I'm not sorry that I said it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not going to apologize just because it hurt your feelings. Like, I want you to know that that's how I feel, you know. I've also learned that we need to stop, like, when people apologize, we need to stop saying it's okay. So, like, when my daughter apologizes to me now, instead of saying it's okay, I say, well, it wasn't okay. I appreciate you apologizing. Like, it was not okay. Like, it's not okay. Don't do it again. But I forgive you. Yeah, no, I always, always tell Alessi, it's not okay, don't do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even say I forgive you, I just say, I just say, it's not okay, don't do it again. And she's like, I'm sorry, mommy. And I tell her I forgive her all the time. And she went to the sitters and she, um, she had peed on her floor the day before. Mm-hmm. She just is a mess. And so the next day she goes, I'm sorry I peed on your floor. Do you forgive me? <laughs> The sitter thought it was the cutest thing. That is really cute. And then the last one is that we love hard. Mm, that one I can definitely agree with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a it's a blessing and a curse. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I am like, if I have, if you have me in your corner. You have me in your corner. Yeah. 110%. It's, it's a good thing. And yeah. I will do anything Move for the mountains. people in my corner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the second that the second that you cross up. me <laughs> cross me bitch honestly and i'm such a like i will hold a grudge like if you cross me there's no coming back yeah like it's over it's done there's no going back there's no fixing it like mm-hmm. and and if that's me being petty i it is what it is. No, I think that it's okay. See, I saw, and this is a Taylor Swift thing. It was an interview with her, and she said, um, someone said, do you have to forgive and sh- to move on? And she's like, no, absolutely not. You don't have to forgive to move on. Like, you can, you can, um, you know, realize that, basically, you can realize a person is wrong mm-hmm. and um, hold them accountable. And she's like, like do you believe in forgiveness the interviewer said that and she's like yes for people that you know you love and that add value to your life mm-hmm. but like for the most part like people that love you and like well, you cherish something yeah that 
takes you to that extent. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Exactly. I agree. Well, I think that wraps it up. I think so, too. We had some... Yeah. Okay. (laughs) 60 seconds of silence. Here we come. See you guys later. Bye.